to the Simply Be You podcast, where we nourish all things mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual. Hey guys, we're back. Me, Emily. Hi, it's Jasmine. Today we're going to talk about um, wanting to versus having to. And I'll just jump right in. I remember back when my kids were little, the moment I felt so overwhelmed with everything on my to-do list. I was doing the laundry and I was so mad about it. I was just stuck in these thoughts. Laundry of just makes rage. me so mad. Too. I know. <laughs> Sorry. I was like, again? Really? The laundry. It's the same thing every day. And I was just thinking, like, like, gosh, I'm just sick of doing the laundry. Like, I have to do it. It's never done. It's always there. And and I actually requested of my kids to not put dirty clothes in the laundry basket for one day, just so I can see it clean. That's brilliant. <laughs> for one day. The, the mamas out there that have more than five kids, six kids. I mean, geez. Yeah. God bless you. God bless you. Because <laughs> I only have two. Yeah. And I feel crazy. But like, I just remember thinking, gosh, I have to do this. And then one day it just popped in my mind, like, gosh, maybe I don't have to. Like, honestly, I could, like, leave. And and in that moment of thinking that, it was just like this liberation, this freedom of, oh, my goodness, I don't have to do the laundry because I have to. I'm actually choosing to do it because I want to. It's the kind of mom I want to be. I want to have clean clothes for my kids. Yeah. And it was kind of this moment of instead of becoming a victim to all of my tasks, it was like this empowerment. I realized I could leave, but I actually didn't want to. And so, Did you change the way you f- actually felt? Sorry, I'm so rude and interrupting. No, you're totally good. You were like talking. <laughs> so sorry. But did you change the way? Was it like, did you suddenly feel different when you had that thought? You're just like... Hmm, what does that feel like? Yeah, or- I just remember being like, wow, I don't have to do the laundry. I could just do nothing. I could leave. I could, you know, but I was like, gosh, I don't want to. Like, I actually, it was like just an immediate shift. And I'd never before thought of it consciously in that way of I have to versus I want to. But it was just this immediate shift. And then I was like, okay, well, how could I make the laundry more fun? And, and what could I do for just this one task? So, you know, I, I bought everybody their own basket. Mm-hmm. I heard somewhere that if you wash everything, whites, darks, coloreds, all together in cold water, that it wouldn't bleed. So I thought, well, I'm just going to try it. And I've done it this way for probably five or six years now, and nobody's clothes are ruined. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it makes it easy. I don't have to sit and sort and then unsort. So I just put all of Hallie's clothes in the load of laundry, wash, put all of Daxton's, wash, put all of my own, put all of Hal's. And then there's no sorting. And I just lay everything over a basket. So I lay the shirts on one side so nothing's wrinkled. I lay the pants on one side, and then I just throw all the socks and the underwear in the bottom of the basket, and then they get to put their things away. But it was like I had to redefine this moment of doing laundry and find a way that worked for me. 
you pretty much like redirected that neural pathway in your brain to something that's like a positive thing. Yeah. Like, like you're how just can like, I... it's okay because I actually really do want this because when I go in their room and they have a ton of dirty laundry, that actually feels worse uh-huh. and that's more overwhelming. And I really mm-hmm. don't like that actually. Like just as like a motherhood thing, I just am like, it feels better. Mm-hmm. And I want that. I remember buying everyone the same kind of socks yeah, so that it was just easy yep. to like sort. There was no sorting. Yep. <laughs> yep. I only do laundry on Monday. So if you want your laundry done, bring it up to the... Come on over. She'll do it for you. <laughs> if not, you get to do it yourself. But it was like I just had to redefine what it looked like to make it work for me and then just experiment and try some things. And I was shocked. Yeah. Um, and I don't really like tell people that because I, I get the, what? You don't sort things? You don't go hot, cold, warm, you know? Yeah. A- and that's okay. Like, like I don't mind like being questioned, but it works for me. Yeah. And I'm not saying you have to do what I do, but, but look at what you're saying you have to do. And then how could you redefine it? How could you change mm-hmm. it to work for you? Yeah. And then it was fun. Like I would pull whoever's clothes it was out of the dryer and then I'd like be like oh my goodness I love this about this person he's so great yesterday he rubbed my shoulders he was so sweet and I just take that whole five minutes unloading their laundry and setting it over the basket and just kind loving thoughts and it just feels so much better for me and now I don't hate to do the laundry so I can't help but wonder what other ways do I do this in my life with all these other tasks. Right. Bigger picture items. <laughs> Laundry is a big picture, but bigger picture items, this simple little thought process and task, like as mothers, most of us are task oriented and we have big to-do lists. Like you said, like these to-do lists can look really daunting and overwhelming and like, oh my gosh, I have to do this thing. And if I don't do it, I'm not a good mom. Mm-hmm. The have to feeling where instead you're like, no, 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 I want to. Mm-hmm. I want to do it. And how does that feel in my body? How does that feel when I'm even in in the empowerment of doing the task? How does it feel? Mm-hmm. It feels better. It feels like lighthearted, happy, you know, comfortable, easy even. Like instead of like daunting, terrifying, overwhelming, I don't want to, not easy. I'm not in control of the situation mm-hmm. kind of feeling. And that energy is everything. Oh, for sure. Because like how I show up, like I'm the one that feels it. No one else feels my rage and my terror of like, I I remember cooking and I was, you know, so mad that everyone else was doing their little things and I had to cook dinner. Mm -hmm. And in that moment, I remember also thinking, oh, wow, like I must be overwhelmed. I must be tired. What do I need? Mm -hmm. Like, could I possibly delegate delegate would be a great word could i <laughs> say um let's have cold cereal could we oh, order pizza yeah could we do it in a different way that helps mm-hmm. me you know rather than like right. feel like a victim in my own story like it's right. crazy right and then you turn up and show up like a crazy person <laughs> Yeah. Well, what's frustrating when we become the victim of our own story is a lot of times we've created this big, giant, miserable 
picture of, of things. Like if I don't do this, then I'm not a good mom and blah, blah, blah. And it feels really negative and big and heavy and dark when instead you're like, it's your turn. And if you want to have cereal, you can have cereal and that's okay because you're fed. Mm-hmm. And I'm a be- I'm being a great mom because mm-hmm. you're at least you have food. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Right. As opposed to, and it might be that it's just a clue to tap into. You are exhausted. We yeah. can't do everything. So how could I redefine whatever's happening to make it work for me? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And just realizing that we can create the kind of lives, the kind of stories we want to live more often um, is really empowering to not feel like you're a victim of every life circumstance because life really is good in so many ways. Yeah, exactly. I remember I was in a group of, of parents and we were doing some things where we were serving the kids at a school and it was a really fun program that I really wanted to be a part of. I just wanted to do it. Something that I was really interested in and, um, I became part of this program and I was doing these things and, I just felt like I didn't quite fit the mold necessarily as I was a working mom. A lot of the other moms weren't working moms. They had a little bit more time than I did. And so my time was really tight and really scheduled and very limited. And I I really wanted to show up the very best I could. But then like the things that these other parents were doing were in my brain, in my perspective, they seemed just better than mine. You know, they had a lot, a lot better skill, maybe it seemed and looked like, but I still wanted to do this because I wanted my kid who was in a class to know that I cared and loved for that kid. Right. I'm like, I love you. Mm -hmm. I want to show up in this way. I want to be able to participate in your class and be a really present mom and do these things. Well, for a long time, I felt victimized by that thought. I really didn't like the surroundings I had basically forced myself into doing. I didn't want to do it anymore. It didn't seem fun. And I just didn't like it. Even though when I was there in the moments of like participating in this fun thing with the kids, I was in pure bliss and the kids just made me so happy and I made them so happy. And I could tell that we just had a really good time and I enjoyed it. And I left feeling like fulfilled and happy. So for a really long time, I felt like this like have to mentality, like I have to do this. I already signed up for it. I feel stuck. Um, And then I don't know exactly when it changed, but I basically became like, it's okay that I don't fit the mold. It's okay that I do things different than them. It's okay that I'm not a stay at home mom. It's okay. And it became more of like, I really want to do this. It's so fun. And I focused on like, the task that I found fun and the Mm -hmm. task that I found enjoyable rather than the prep and the time it took me to get to the place, right? Like Mm -hmm. the daunting parts. Mm -hmm. Like I don't have as much time as these people. I maybe, I don't even know them. They're not in my friend group. I don't like, I liked these people. They were really nice, but they were just different than me. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And I felt maybe uncomfortable talking to them and the prep time that it took, but the task of like just being present, enjoying the little stuff, talking to the little kids, being present, seeing my kid be happy, mm-hmm. watching their their little cup be filled. It changed my perspective of like, I want to versus like, I have to. 
I, I became something I really wanted to do yeah. and really enjoyed doing. Really, and found a different like why exactly why you my why changed. Yeah, yeah, exactly, precisely. I, th- I think it's interesting how often we do that to ourselves. We'll compare ourselves with others always, and, and if we're a little bit different, somehow um, we make it so that it doesn't work. But like, how could it also be so good to bring a different perspective to these yes. kids? Right? Like, so it's okay if we're all a little bit different, if we're all like. Well, that's what we tell our kids and teach our kids all the time. And like in this program, like it was something different every time that we were doing. So, you know, it was okay. That was the whole point Mm -hmm. of this program that we were doing was that every time we did something new, something challenging, something different, and like all the kids' perspectives of this little thing that we did looked very different, vastly different than the kid next to them. And that was the whole point. That was the whole point of this whole program. Um, But I did. I made myself the victim of it. I for sure was like, I'm not liked. I'm weird. I'm different. (laughs) These ladies had so much more time than me to prep, you know. And that's exactly why they needed you. (laughs) I don't know if that's the exact reason they needed me, but I felt Mm -hmm. that my perspective changed and it became something very joyful for me instead of daunting. Well, I think too, when we look at like the reason why we do some of these things, right? Like, like it gets you outside of yourself and your own insecurities perhaps. And you're just like, you know what? I'm doing this for a bigger reason. There's a huge picture up there. Uh Let's Uh zoom out. Let's zoom out and be the cloud up there. Yep. 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 So it's pretty cool. I heard this saying once that said, what if you wanted what you already have? That is the most beautiful phrase on planet Earth. <laughs> I Isn't that a cool thing to think about? Well, I was just going to say, I have felt that in my marriage where I have been like so frustrated, so like in my own thoughts, in my own victimhood and and have actually changed my perspective on my marriage, my motherhood, my life everything I have. This goes back to my grateful journal. I think that's where it started and being really having like things of gratitude that I have already Mm -hmm. and just being okay with what I have and wanting what I have and loving what I have and working hard on it. What if you wanted what you already have? Exactly. It's so beautiful. And it's such a cool place to spend your time Yeah, in your mind to like, I remember when I very first heard that I would just take that to the shower with me and I would just think about it the whole time. And I was like, wow, in what ways is this actually true? Um, And so it was just a really good daily practice for me to remind myself like, like life can be beautiful and life can be hard, but like, what are we going to choose to focus on? Yeah. And I just love that redirect of what if you wanted what you already have? Yes, exactly. I think it would solve a lot of the world's problems Mm -hmm. if they decided to look at something, you know, more perspectively in that matter. Like I see on social media all the time and like I try to really focus on the positive and the good, but I see what our kids see and what our peers see and what the world is saying. And it isn't what if we were okay with what we already have? It's, this is always better. This is bigger. This is 
greener. This is faster. This is cooler. This is brighter. This is go get this other thing. Go do this other mm -hmm. place. Have this other person do this. What about this body? What about this, 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 this? Instead of like, no, no, no. I love what I already have. Yeah. I love it. And, and it's it, good. In what ways is it true? It's such a cool way to yeah. like spend your time. I love the idea that we can choose to show up as the kind of person we want to be, that this is actually in my control. I can't choose how anyone else shows up, even though it would be really awesome if we could. I know. It <laughs> would be great. And I know for myself, sometimes I feel like it's really hard emotionally to not come from a place of being a victim um, because I am strong and I can do it. But sometimes do you find yourself in this moment of being this princess victim mentality of you just want someone to show up well for you to be taken care of just for a moment. <laughs> and I love this empowerment topic that we're talking about. Like we don't mm -hmm. the have to versus the want to and how empowering that feels. But I do think it's really, it feels really important to mention that there are some times when you just want to be taken care of, whether it's physically, mentally, emotionally, or spiritually by someone else. And I think we've done a really good job of learning how to be self-sufficient and show up in these ways for ourselves which is beautiful and empowering. And it feels so much better in my own body to live from this different energetic vibration. I feel like that's what confidence is mm -hmm. and feels like, mm -hmm. you know, a, a lot of times perspectively, when I was younger, I would see somebody that was really like beautiful and put together and had nice shoes or whatever. And think like that person is so confident I wish I could be that person. I want to look like that person. Mm -hmm. I want to, you know, stand tall like that person. And I just explained only physical things, right? Nothing mm -hmm. that I explained was emotional, mm -hmm. spiritual, mental at all. Mm -hmm. And I think that it really does have to be mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual to come from that place, to be able to have that confidence and be empowered in that way. And it's different. It feels mm -hmm. different in your in your body. It feels different in your heart, in your soul. And I think it's something we're all learning how to rise up from. No matter what walk of life you're in, there's a reason we could find ways to be victims and stay stuck. But it feels terrible. And, and you know, once in a while, it's nice to have someone validate and take care of you and, you know, show up in that way. Yeah, I think it's good for your heart for you to be told like, I see you and I understand how that feels because mm -hmm. everyone, every single human on planet earth has felt the victim of something, mm -hmm. right? Even mm -hmm. of their own thoughts, mm -hmm. of their own, whatever they've, whatever they've done to themselves in their own brain. But it's sometimes like you really need to like climb out of that. Right. It's, it feels so much nicer to realize like I could sit here and be miserable. But why? But why? Yeah. But why? And we have a choice. Mm -hmm. I think so often we talk about choice of action and choice of words, but we have choice of our thoughts as well. Mm -hmm. And so it's really cool to notice how much empowerment we can come from. 
Absolutely. What do you think, Jazz, about this idea of maybe taking an inventory of all the things you feel like you have to do? Mm -hmm. So for everyone listening, just notice all of those things that you feel like you have to do and just write it down. You know, take the next week or so to be a little more introspective and just notice that energy that comes up like, oh, I have to do this. And maybe make a list of everything you feel like you have to do. Yep. And then the second step after you've, you know, taken a week or two to write down all these have tos is to just go through and eliminate. I love that feeling. Eliminate some of those things from your list. You don't have to do any of it. Right. And just notice, do you really have to do those things? And maybe learning to eliminate or delegate or redefine how you... Automate. There's things in our life that just like, they can happen pretty much on their own, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. You can put the timer on the dishwasher. You can... (laughs) There's so many little things in your life that you could have your life feel like it has more ease to it. Mm -hmm. And then life feels like it's more comfortable because you're really wanting to do a lot of the things that feel so overwhelming. And then whatever's left on your list yes. after you've gone through yep. and eliminated or delegated or, you know, asked the question, do you really have to? The things that are left on your list, then you can learn to shift those thoughts. Absolutely. And invite this sense of empowerment mm-hmm. into your life. And it's just amazing that energy shift of how it feels different in my life. It just is pleasant, like the word mm-hmm. pleasant, as opposed to like daunting. Yeah. Like think of those, just those two words, like pleasant or daunting. <laughs> I much prefer pleasant. Mm-hmm. I've told my husband several times, I want two days off a week to just clean my house and do laundry and listen to my book or listen to my music or, and his actual saying, like every time he's just like, What? That sounds terrible. And I want to do it. Mm-hmm. I want to. Mm-hmm. I really do. I, For years and years and years, I looked at life thinking, man, this is overwhelming. But I'm like, no, I, pr- I pride myself. And like, like you said, I want my kids to have clean clothes. I mm-hmm. want them to feel good mm-hmm. or comfortable, smell nice even. Mm-hmm. I want those things in my life. They bring me joy. And, and when you recognize more of those things that you want, right. then you can choose how you want to show up. Exactly. And we're talking about simple things, but this is big picture stuff. I mean, this is huge relationship things like Mm -hmm. marriage and family and, you know, jobs and careers and school. And I mean, big picture things too. take this mentality and take it to a really big picture all the way down to like, you know, little daily tasks, how to feed the dog schedule, (laughs) when to feed the dog schedule, where to feed the dogs. No, little stuff, (laughs) Mm -hmm. everyday stuff. Anywho. So good, Jazz. Yeah, I'm just grateful to be here with you. Grateful to be here with all you listeners. And hoping to make an impact to help lighten your load. Choosing to do things more from a place of wanting to versus having to. And finding joy in those moments. And just notice how your life changes. Exactly. Your mentality, your brain is a powerful tool and 
when you tap into that consciousness, it feels so pleasant. Mm -hmm. Have a great week, guys. We'll see you next time. We appreciate you being part of the Simply Be You podcast. If you enjoy the podcast and find value, please leave us a rating. Thank you for sharing our hearts with the people you love. Beyond the chair.